Our first reading today, the prophet Isaiah gives Israel, and through Israel, us, some pretty good advice on doing the works of God. Isaiah says, do not turn your back on your own. For the Israelites, don't turn your back on the Israelites. For us, do not turn your back on the human race. It's all of us. Feed the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Clothe the naked. What are the results if we do this? God says, light will arise in darkness. Gloom will be like midday, and midday is our best light. The glory of God will be your rear guard. In our vernacular, he's got our back. When you cry for help, I will say, here I am. In other words, when you help those ravaged by life, I will be light to you, says the Lord. The brightest of lights. I will have your back and I will be your help. See, we are created to be good and to help others. We are created for and to exist for the sake of others. That's how God shows his glory in the world. We all know salt has kind of been reprimanded by dietitians and the medical profession, but salt was what they had. That was the preservative of the day. Even today, I like my salt. It enhances meat. I need it for raw vegetables, carrots for one. I love it on eggs, tomatoes, corn on the cob. You name it, it enhances the flavor. We want our salt. So I think we can understand what Jesus is saying here. Salt, you are the salt. You're the preservative. You're the enhancer of me. So Jesus is all about light. He'll shine our light. What does light have to do with anything, really? What does light do? It doesn't do anything. It just shows what's there already. In our darkness, light. Go into a room, flip on the light. All it does is show what's there. Kind of a metaphor for our hearts. What's there? What's in our hearts? Does it show the good? Hopefully, yeah. But it can also show the not so good if that's what's there. Lights. It shines on our goodness, and that's what God wants. And we don't want it to shine on our bad mistakes. Because that's a witness too. Are we witnessing to the glory of God, which is the good we do? Yes, that's what we want. That's what God wants. So we also have to be careful about our witness in our sin too. Hopefully people know we're Christians and we don't want to trumpet the bad things we do in our life. It shines a spotlight about the city on the hill. When I was in Italy, I thought, wow, Assisi, up on a hill. How did they get all the materials up there? Before they had roads, they built. Orvieto, same thing. These beacons of hope for people. 
That's why there are cities on the hills, easily defended, hard to attack. Safety. Are we safety for others? That's what we are. You see a steeple, anywhere you go, you're thinking God. You're thinking safety, hopefully. That's what we are. Today, it's also the kickoff of our Archbishop's Fund Appeal. You've probably received your individual mailings from the Archdiocese already. Every year we get a message from the bishop. Well, we've put it on our website because it needs a visual aid. We just can't do it here. It's about a one-minute message from the bishop. But it's also a video of the things we do in the diocese with a song. It's kind of hard to project that in a place like this. So I ask you to look at the video online. But what do we do? It's very pertinent to our scripture readings today. The message from the bishop, we've heard it many, many times. The need never stops, and the need never will stop. Jesus said, you will always have the poor with you. And one of the great things about the Archbishop's Fund Appeal is Catholic Charities, of course. They help the poor over the 10-county area, around the United States, around the world, too. Stewardship Appeal brings out help to the poor in the ministry in the, in the county, the diocese. It especially works to strengthen marriages, supporting all the sacraments that we have. And today, one of the astounding things is St. Francis Seminary supports 80 seminarians. When I got there in 2003, there were 12 of us at the supper table. Five more were on internship for a total of 17. 17 people studying for the priesthood. Now 80. And it's a regional Wisconsin um, seminary. But well over 40 are from the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. I think it was the second highest rate in the United States. Good things are happening in our diocese. And that's what the Archbishop's Fund Appeal does. All those studying for priesthood includes one of our own. Seminarian Charles Luke being ordained to the uh, uh, diaconate this spring. There's also 24 aspiring deacons for the permanent diaconate, including Steve Hoyne, who will re rejoin the program in the spring representing Holy Name. The Archdiocese supports all parishes and evangelization efforts, Catholic schools, Christian formation, confirmation, as well as all the sacraments. The Archdiocese also helps advise local parishes in budgeting and legal issues, human resources. But the Bishop's Fund Appeal, however, its primary effect is res and resources go to the poor in advanced religious vocations for nuns, for seminarians, future priests in the seminary. Some of them will spend much of their time up here in Sheboygan in the near future. 
See, from 2003 to 2009, I was supported by the Archbishop's Fund Appeal as a student seminarian. If you gave to the seminary or to the uh, Archbishop's Fund Appeal in those years, I thank you. I thank you. That's the reason I'm here today. I didn't know I was coming to Sheboygan. God knew. But that's how God works. We don't know what's happening, but it takes a diocese to fund a seminarian. None of us could have done it on our own at the price of a quarter million dollars. We're not allowed to work, not allowed to do anything like that, but study for the priesthood, that's what it was. So thank you very much for those contributions back then. Thank you for the support, your future support, your unending support for the poor and especially for vocations.